Welcome to the Inspirations News Podcast, sponsored by Quebec's only newspaper devoted exclusively to the news of the special needs community. Tune in regularly to hear uplifting success stories, learn about resources, and gain timely advice in the area of special needs, featuring experts in various fields. Here's your host, host, Mark Bergman. Welcome to another edition of the Inspirations News Podcast as we chat about the I Belong digital storytelling project that the students at the Galileo Adult Education Center have participated in, along with Hands-On Media and Learn Quebec, in which students created, voiced, edited videos about their lives. They did everything. Uh, They introduced themselves through these videos to the world. And uh, we're going to be talking to Martina Schiavone. She's the principal over at Galileo. Lisa Trotto is an SIS teacher, Jesse Curell, the hands-on media founder, and we'll be talking to two amazing students coming up in moments, Alexi Guerin-Lajoie and Alex Ponte is here as well. And Lisa, I guess we'll start with you. Tell us about the course that you guys started this past September over at Galileo. So the digital video uh, productions course came to life uh, this September at Galileo. We have a theater program at school and every year we put on a school play and we do a lot of acting. And because of COVID-19, obviously we had to maintain a certain distance. So what we said was we had to kind of reinvent ourselves. So as opposed to putting on a school play, we thought of having a film festival and creating videos and also teaching students the basics of video creation. So it was kind of born out of that idea and we really just run with it. And the students have been so amazing and they love it. And it's really taught us a lot, like using videos to create real life social stories, learning basic editing, video modeling and social skills training. So we're so happy with the course and we're definitely gonna carry it on next year. Martina, you must be uh, extremely proud of your teachers and your students for for going off the beaten path a little bit with a course like this, right? Yes, I'm extremely uh, proud of our students and also uh, impressed what they learned in a short period of time, how they took on a new project and how they're reinventing themselves and showing us their skills that we did not see before. And that's the exceptional part about Galileo and our, our teachers who love to try new things and think out of the box. So I was extremely impressed by their program, the course, and what the students actually created. And we'll talk about the creations in a couple of moments with the students. Lisa, let's get a little like a technical. What, what kind of things are, are the students learning exactly in the course? Okay, so the course is uh, set up with the use of iPads. So we're using iPads as tools for success for our students. They're using applications such as iMovie and GarageBand. We've also used uh, Windows uh, Movie Maker, which was also fun. But the reason we're using iPads and what they're learning, they're learning basic editing. So with iMovie on the iPad, what we're really happy about is that we learned a lot about um, assistive touch, which can help students touch the screen and can cater to a lot of their physical needs. They're also using um, Zoom, which can magnify the screen for them. So what they've done really in the video class, they take their own videos using the iPad. They then create a storyboard. So basically it's a skeleton of a movie. They plug in different pictures and different video and they start that way. So we're teaching them that it's step by step and to become a digital creator, it doesn't happen 
in the sense that you just record a movie and it's done. They're following all the steps that video creators um, follow themselves. So it starts with the skeleton, the storyboard. Afterwards, they're learning about audio, learning about microphones too, how to plug in audio behind that skeleton, how to re-record yourself if you make a mistake, which we have the luxury of doing when it comes to making a video. We teach them that the movies you see on TV have been recut and re-recorded many, many, many times. They've also learned about lighting and how to use a green screen. A lot of our students know how to perfectly position their body behind the green screen and how to actually add that background image on top as an overlay, which is amazing considering last year we were just using the iPads as a form of communication. And we've really seen that growth where they've gone from kind of, it was a more of a passive um, way of looking at it to a really active way of creating, using, using it as a digital tool. So they've also learned how to use GarageBand and mix their own tunes. That's also with the thanks of uh, Jesse with Hands On Media. Lisa, let's bring in Hands On Media. Tell me how, how the relationship formed between Galileo and Hands On Media. I met Jesse, I think I met her 10 years ago at the QPAT um, conference. Jesse, I don't think I ever told you that, but I did meet her about 10 years ago. Uh, but I met her at the LCEEQ conference and she was talking about the I Belong project. And as she was talking about inclusivity and including and feeling a sense of belonging, I said, oh my goodness, I need to get in on this project. She was doing it with 60 other schools. And there was one spot left, and I think it was just meant to be <laughs> that we yes. worked together. <laughs> now, Jesse, is this the first time that you've ever worked with a special needs school? No, I've done uh, a lot of work with different groups um, across Canada, actually. And I helped form Spectrum Productions and go nonprofit, which is a Montreal-based nonprofit that uh, teaches media education and production to youth on the autism spectrum. Okay. So I have some experience with that already, but um, we don't do that exclusive work with all different kinds of groups. And so this was just a really wonderful um, opportunity for Lisa to be in on the conference that I was at presenting. And, and then she was able to join, like registration had already ended, I think the week before, but Lisa was able to join. So we had, at the same time, we were we were hosting 20 different classrooms. We're all doing this six-week digital storytelling project together called I Belong, funded by Learn Quebec. And it was so awesome to see Lisa's group really excel in at every step of the way. They were really into it, like 110%. And because I'm doing workshops with all different schools, all these different schools across Quebec, I could see like where they were at. And Lisa's class were really at the top. It was really amazing. And and feeling really connected to the topic, right? This is, you know, what what what's so amazing about the I Belong Project and projects like this is that it's not just learning how to, to make a movie, and really important digital literacy skills, but it's also learning how to share stories about ourselves. And that can be very therapeutic and empowering for anyone. And we're not often given the opportunity. You know, most of us don't sit and reflect on how we're feeling right now. And, you know, what, where are some communities that we belong to? 
um, we kind of just get through the day, we have our things that we need to do, and we keep on moving forward. But it can be very powerful to sit and reflect on, especially during COVID, when we are kind of feeling isolated, maybe from our usual communities, to reflect on where do we really belong, and the importance of, of acknowledging that and the people in our lives. So that was really beautiful to see, to see the students really connect with that theme and then really take the video production seriously and, and have a lot of fun with it. You talked about it being uh, therapeutic and I wanna turn it over to, uh, to Martina. In this time of COVID, how therapeutic was this whole project, not only for the students that Jesse was talking about, but for the, but for the staff of, of the school as well? It was very, it took us, for a couple of, a good hour, hour and a half, we had the film festival. We were able not to focus on COVID for a period of time and had our own Oscar show. Hmm. So it made us reflect on our families, where we belong by looking at their stories and their videos. And it made us appreciate before the COVID, like who is our family, what we've done with our families and our friends, where, where do I really belong? And it made us reflect back before COVID times, uh, everything we've done in our lives and how special we are in the community, how every community we do belong. So for an hour and a half of film festival and our Oscar time, we were cheering, we were clapping for our colleagues, we were supporting them, we were mesmerized by the talents, and it was truly a reflective moment for us to see what we can do. No matter what, even if COVID was existing, we were still be able to produce an amazing project with our students. And we were able to still connect on another level. Alexi, I was watching your video and I mean, you must be loving the course because uh, you're in showbiz, right? That's right. Okay, so what kind of, what kind of showbiz things, what kind of other amazing things do you do? Well, uh, I like to do, I can dream peer group, like acting, dancing, doing singing part. And we do our dance move and for and, our audience. And so was it, uh, was it very different from, from acting to now uh, making movies and editing video? Is that, is that very different from acting? Uh, absolutely. How did you feel? What are some of the feelings that you had when you were making your films? Well, Mark, I'm really proud of myself doing the, my own videos. And it makes me proud inside. And tell me some of the things that you talked about. Tell the audience some of these stuff that you talked about, about yourself in your film. Well, like I said, I actually, Mark, I do a picture of my relatives and, and my family. And at Special Olympics soccer I played. Okay. And the most thing I did is the I can be a group with my cast members. And you know what else I did? I did the catching muscles in Ottawa River. Okay, and that part, like the catching muscles on the Ottawa River, that was a pretty big part of your film, right? That's right. Tell the audience, you put some pictures and a voiceover about catching muscles? Well, uh, yeah, actually, I I did, uh, well, I did my iMovie, like doing the, my voice music, yeah, singing, and I like doing pictures about me and my family and my friends. And all the work, all these uh, outings that that we, we we did. 
Where was that beach, by the way? You had a you had a picture of a beautiful beach where you were catching mussels. Was it with your father? Uh, yeah, yeah, Mark, it was my dad. And where is that beach? It's in Ottawa River. Ottawa River. Okay. And for people who don't know how to catch mussels, like me, where would where would you find where would you catch mussels? How far do you have to go into the water, and where do you, how do you find them? Well, actually, Mark, it's it's my goggles. I also catch mussels with my with my hand. Okay. And I also put it in my on these bags, and I actually try to see them. It's you try to try to find if it's if it's open, and they're they're closed. It's pretty incredible. We don't want to give too much information because we want people to go to. Uh, to to the website. We're going to put the link, the YouTube link of all the videos, including your video, Alexi. So we want people to go and check out Alexi's uh, amazing video, including catching mussels. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you want to tell me, lastly, before we go, what was the best part of, of the course or, and creating this film, your, your favorite, favorite part? Well, my favorite part is my that music and my singing voice. Exactly. Alexi actually mixed his own voice into a voice uh, into um, the mixer of garage band. And he used uh, his own vocals as his background music for the video, which no one else did. That's really amazing. Cool. Alexi, how did you learn how to do that? Well, with the help of my teacher, Miss Lisa. He actually did that without me. Well, uh, <laughs> he figured that out on his own. Actually, well, I did myself. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it, sound editing, not everybody can, can, most people I know don't know how to edit sound. It's a very difficult thing to do. So you obviously have the ear and, and the eye for, for editing sound. So congratulations, Alexi. Thank you for chatting with us. Well, thank you so much. Lisa, you know, tell me you're, you're sitting in the same room with Alexi and, and Alex and, and, and Martina, but tell me like your thoughts right now listening to uh, to Alexi talk about his project. What, what's going through your mind? Well, what's going through my mind, I'm so proud of them. Like, you can't believe how proud I am, how far they've come. You know, it took a lot of courage also for them to put themselves out there the way they did. And, um, you know, I really, really admire them for what they've done because they weren't opposed to the project. They jumped right into the project. They said, yeah, let's do this. I was very worried because like Jesse said, we had five weeks instead of six. And, you know, we're working, we were working on a really tight deadline. You know, what went through my mind is I hope we finish in time. But they gave it all they got. They gave it everything. And the results, I was like, it was my, one of my proudest teaching moments when we did the Oscar show. All right, let's bring Alex in. Uh, Alex, you have to tell everyone what happens in the green screen room, because that's an impressive room, right? Yeah, in the green screen room is a big screen on the wall that I change backgrounds like a casino, beach, castle, and the museum. Okay, so basically the green screen room, you can put yourself in front of any, any background. You can be anywhere, right? Yeah. Do you have a favorite green screen? Yeah, my favorite green screen is the train. The train. Why Why is that your favorite green screen? The train, the favorite green screen, it changed backgrounds like difference. It goes to runs. It's just like a Orient Express. Okay, so the train's moving in the background and it's going from place to place. Yeah. I hear you're a master editor. Yeah. Tell me what you like 
about editing. To cut the, the mistakes and then to change the green screen into uh, something, into uh, like a different background and uh, the put audio up and put audio down. Do you like uh, sound editing uh, more than video editing or video more than sound? What's your favorite to do? Video editing and sound editing plus sound effects. Sound effects too? Yeah. Wow, so you're bringing a whole bag of tricks into the mix from video to, to music to voiceovers to sound effects. That's, that's amazing. And you can basically create anything, right? Yeah. Do you guys see yourself, uh, Alex, do you see yourself making more films in the future? Yeah. That using art list and stay, uh, and then using um, a garage mag mixing with the song Pokemon, Pokemon and Soaring uh, Shield into a garage band and teaching to using a script, then we film, then we edit. Okay, that's a lot of stuff. And who, who taught you all that? And was it hard to learn? Uh, by Spectrum Productions. I have my own YouTube channel, it's called DJ Big Dog. 2.0. And what kind of stuff can we see on the YouTube channel? A different series like uh, like howling series, like reaction series, and uh, movie for autism awareness, special occasion. Lastly, do you have any other ideas for any other movies that you want to make in the future? Like using art list, make my own movie, and then not copyrights, but like an art list uh, music. Top 10 Q&A and top 10 uh, Alex's video. Okay, we're going to post your YouTube channel on the uh, on the podcast where we where we load the podcast. We're going to put your YouTube channel as well. And autism sup- is my superpower. Autism is your superpower. I love that superpower. Yeah. Alex, you're awesome. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah. Jesse, Thanks what so do you feel when you're when you're listening to Alex and uh, and Alexi talk about their movies and films? What goes through your mind? Oh, I'm just so proud. Just like Lisa was saying, it's uh it's a big deal. Um, you know, there's this one. Alexi finishes his. I think they both do, but I'm thinking about Alexi's in particular, where he says, "My name is Alexi, and I belong." At the very mm. end of the of his video. And it's such a, a simple and such a powerful statement. Um, we do all belong, you know, and, you know, it's not often that people on the spectrum get the microphone to share their message with the world. And I know Lisa's talked about this before, but it's really important for all of our perspectives to be heard. And that's the beautiful thing about digital technology. You know, back in the day, it was so expensive to make movies before digital that it was really only a very select segment of the population that could share their story, totally. make movies. Yeah. And now it's what we call the democratization of media, where if you have access to a device, like even just a, a smartphone, you now have the power to share your story and share that with the world, which is a very big deal. And so when we had the film festival with the other classrooms across Quebec, you know, most of them weren't special needs. We have everyone together in the same room doing a film festival. These are really important perspectives to all hear from, right? This is, these are all these younger students that are hearing that, hearing Alexi and Alex's stories, learning about what it's like to live with autism and, and developing a new perspective maybe, you know? It's, it's a really beautiful thing to share our stories and learn from each other. Not only students, but also teachers learning about their own students and things that they've never heard of before. They never knew um, the students felt this way about different things. It can be 
very, very powerful. Well, it certainly helps in, in you know, building a more inclusive society uh, for us all. And Martina, I want to turn it to you. In 2021 today, how far have we come in being more inclusive? It opened up the doors, just like Jesse was saying, and this was saying, I just realized that we were across Quebec, across Canada, and how it, we just opened the doors. And now the doors cannot be shut because we just opened up something to a new, uh, a new form of teaching, a new form of communicating now. And the fact that we can be seen in Nunavut just blows my mind away. It's like, mm-hmm. I just, just, I just saw this now, like how far we've come. Uh, we can be broadcast in Europe and Asia, South America, the YouTube channels. I see that Alex's YouTube channel, a lot of people do follow him that are not here in his classroom, but beyond the borders. So the borders have opened up and they're going to keep growing. We're going to keep making more connections and more access and more visibility, what our students can do in our classrooms and what Galileo has done in the last year. And I I could just foresee the next years to come how far Galileo is going to go with the teachers and the students by connecting around the world. So we just started something and it's not going to stop. I'll throw it out to you, Martina, but anybody else can, can jump in. Are, are there employment opportunities for people with special needs in the industry? Yes, they are. Uh, many companies, we have an actual work program here with our students who are training them to work in different companies. That's our second biggest, uh, fastest growing program right now, Galileo, is many of our students are actually working on uh, stages, we call them, or work placements in different companies. Yep. And their doors are really open. Many of our students have been working there right now, and we're hoping in the next couple of years to get a permanent employment with certain companies. And many companies in Quebec are very open. Uh, they welcome them because they're dedicated. They're very meticulous in the tasks they do. They're very focused. They enjoy going to work. They love being part of the community, uh, making new friends. Uh, they feel an ownership that they're getting up, going to work like their parents, like mm-hmm. their siblings. Uh, we've, We've seen a boom in our program alone from three, four students to now we're up to 50, 60 students uh, working in various companies across Montreal and Laval right now. So yeah, it seems is, to be a big boom in, in at yeah. least in Quebec uh, with, with regards to social enterprise. So it's that's very encouraging. Yes, it is very encouraging. And I'm happy to see that the people are opening up their doors and letting our students come in and welcoming them. And I find that they've uh, given the... I'm not sure if it's politically correct, but giving us, the, the other workers, a sense of, of accepting them and also making them believe, wow, I can actually work with someone training them. And people are actually, they're happy to come work with us. Like I'm their trainer, I'm their teacher at the workplace. And they also give them a self-confidence, like this is what I've accomplished with this new worker and what they are, what they're becoming. So also a a sense of accomplishment for the other workers at the workplace. Lisa, where would you like to see this program go? Well, I joke and I say, we're going to Hollywood. (laughs) 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 Actually, I really like the idea that you just mentioned. I could so see some of our students working or having a stage one day at a digital media company. That would be really, really awesome to see that. But I think the next step where our digital video productions class is going, I would really love to create teaching tools with the students. I would love to create uh, a series on YouTube that um, teaches um, social skills using social stories, but that are video 
that would be really awesome that we could share across the school board, different school boards. Uh, so a type of series, but we want it to be focused towards um, teaching and video modeling. That would be really awesome. I wanted to let everyone know that because of the success of this workshop with Galileo, we're going to start opening this up to other special needs centers across Canada. Um, and, and really trying... Yeah. And so I, I just, it's just so, it's such a beautiful, positive experience for everyone involved. And this needs to be shared. You know, we need to um, empower everyone to learn how to tell their own story using digital media. So Galileo's begun something, which is great. Which is yes. great. Yeah. I just want to say that uh, the students really taught me that it takes courage, compassion, and connection. And I think we're all on this planet working together. And I think they have certain skills that the world is going to get ready to see. And I'm happy that we're part of the change. So well said. Guys, thank you. Martina, Lisa, Jesse, Alexi, and Alex, thank you so much for joining me on this edition of the Inspiration Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark, for letting the world hear about us. Thank you.